rap is not a haiku. What's the most popular? And the two fifteen mock of my crew. What can kill you in five words? It's not a haiku. What's the most powerful book? It's not the Bible. They say do as I say do, but not as I do. It's about time we held history libel for survival. Of the most fit, let them focus. Get a people more than only hope for the hopeless. Knowing the police headquarters is the culprit. Slugs rattle out of the Try to keep it in check like the Prince of Wales. Toss 
Styles, any infidels against the rails. Heavy metal, Motley Crue, no Vince McNails. I'm in Chanel, but still go against the grail. If we talk about my life, it's probably a movie. Who would play me and my wife? Taraji and Chewy, back in the day, maybe a young Izzy and Ruby. My chops is like Canada Lee. So you're truly for the Oscar. I started smoking weed like a roster when we lost. Cassandra, that was hard to ponder, but I refuse to break down or stay somber while history repeats itself like a mantra. I got too much more to live for. The demon and the Lord out here in the turf war. It's the way that the whole world is worse for. Probably with the wildlife reclaiming the earth for. Hey, yo. Yo, what's the great fuck? Got something that uh, I want y'all to listen to. And kudos to this uh, Republican senator for saying what needs to be said. You know what I'm saying? Him and uh, Bernie Sanders were the only ones who were pushing for the stimulus checks. That's the only reason why we're going to be getting one, even though it's not twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> They're the only ones who were pushing for that $1,200 stimulus checks. That's the only reason why the, why the stimulus checks is, it was even pushed into that legislation that was passed this week. It's amazing how much teeth you have to pull to get a majority of your fellow congressmen to do anything. You know what I'm saying? But uh, without further ado, I'm going to let this guy, Josh Hawkley, from Missouri, speak his piece. Here we go. Mr. President, I am here on behalf of the millions of working people in this country who are out of time, who are out of luck, and who are just about out of hope. I'm here on behalf of the millions of working people who have borne the worst of this pandemic, the people who got sent home back in March and April and May when other businesses got to stay open, when companies like Amazon and Facebook were making billions of dollars. These are the workers who lost their jobs, the workers who lost their pay, the workers who said, too bad for you. These are the people who right now are missing shifts at work to try to care for kids who are distance learning because of COVID, who are trying to care for a relative who may be sick. These are the people who are always asked to make it work, who are always asked to hold it together. And you know what, Mr. President? They do. These are proud people, the working people of our nation. These are strong people. These are the people who have rallied to this nation's defense at every hour of need in every moment of danger, who have sent their sons and daughters to go fight our wars, who have given their time and their talents and their treasure at every opportunity for this nation. And now, Mr. President, they're in need. They're the backbone of this nation, and now they are in crisis. I'm talking about the 8 million Americans who have fallen into poverty since this summer. 12 million working families who are now behind on their rent. The 35% of working families in America who've had to go ask 
for food assistance in the last couple of months because of this pandemic. Those are the people I'm talking about. I'm talking about people like Susan, who's a single mother, working mother from my state, northeast Missouri is where she lives. She wrote to me the other day that she's trying to homeschool her kids who are home because of COVID. Of course, she doesn't have internet because she's in a rural part of the state. So she doesn't have broadband. She's trying to feed her family. She's trying to stay up with her job, but she's got to miss shifts at work because she's got kids at home who she's trying to homeschool and supervise. Now she's falling behind on her rent. She told me, and these are her words, I'm not asking for a handout. I'm just asking for a chance to get back on my feet. You know, earlier this week, a friend of mine was down in southeast Missouri, the boot heel of Missouri, a town called Charleston, helping distribute food to families in need. He said that there were 30 church groups, 30, who lined up to come get food for their congregations, and over 60 families, this is a small town, Mr. President, over 60 families who stood in line. And as they were loading food into the trunks of people's cars, many of them were crying. People ask for what these Americans ask for is not for government to solve all their problems. It's not for government to give them a handout. It's a chance to get back on their feet, a chance to provide for themselves, a chance to recover when they have been asked again, to sacrifice so much. And that is why the least this body can do is to provide direct relief to every working American who needs it. What we did back in March that every senator voted for, $1,200 for every working individual, $2,400 for working couples, 500 bucks for kids and dependents. It's the least that we can do. It should be the first thing that we can do. And as these negotiations drag on and on, fixated and focused and hung up on who knows what issues, let's start with this. Let's send a message to working families that they're first, not last. That they are the most important consideration, not some afterthought. Let's send that message today. Surely we can agree that the working people of this country deserve relief. And if we're going to spend hundreds of billions of dollars bailing out this, that, and the other. Surely, surely we could start with reasonable, modest relief to the working people in need in this nation. What I'm proposing is what every senator has supported already this year. What I'm proposing is modest compared to the scope of the need. What I'm proposing will give working folks in my state and across this country a shot, a shot here before Christmas at getting back up on their feet, getting back to work, and getting back in a position to be able to provide for themselves, these folks who are the backbone of this nation. And so, Mr. President, I'm here today to ask that this body take up and pass this relief measure, $1,200 for individuals, $2,400 for couples, $500 for kids. And as if in legislative session, I now ask unanimous consent that the Senate proceed to the immediate consideration of my bill at the desk. I further ask that the bill be considered read a third time and passed.
and that the motion to reconsider be considered made and laid upon the table. As you may see, it, ta- it sometimes it takes just two people in Congress just to get something done. Even though we didn't get the twelve hundred dollars, just the fact that he made that speech on the floor forced Congress to put to include stimulus checks as a part of that legislation. That was worth like uh, a little over nine hundred billion dollars. It was far lower than that. What two point four trillion dollar package or something like that from that uh, CARES Act. I mean, dang, this is like pulling teeth. <laughs> My goodness, but. But, you know, it's the biggest problem with Congress. They benefit the corporations and the banks more than they benefit the American people. The rest of us who don't make one hundred thousand dollars a year. See, if they would have given us a stimulus check every month until this whole coronavirus thing is over, we would we would have been fine. The corp there there there's. The corporations would still benefit. They, they could give as much money to corporations that they want. But if they would have gave the people that $1,200 every month until this coronavirus thing is over, then think, think of how th- different things would have been. But, you know, you know, but see, the, the problem that... The, the, the biggest fear that they have is that if you're giving that m- people that much money every month for the next 18 to 24 months or whenever this coronavirus thing is over, she will see she see that what's going to happen is, is that people are not going to want to go back to work. You know what I'm saying? People are not going to slave for no employer any longer for any corporation any longer. See, that's what they fear more than anything. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why we can't do what Europe does. You know? <laughs> and, you know, like Zachary Hubbard said in one of his videos, I don't think any of us should be paying rent. And I agree with him on that. But, you know, that's too radical for most politicians to even consider. You know what I'm saying? It's way too radical. And that's the problem that we deal with. And, you know, you got so many American people who are slaves, who are mental slaves, who are unable to see the forest from the trees, who are unable to think that there's no box. So many Americans allow themselves to be boxed in because of what they're being told by the so-called authorities. You know what I mean? And that's the biggest problem that that we're dealing with. (laughs) It's going to take more than a virus to kill a lot, a a lot of uh, mental slaves off. (laughs) This this COVID ain't it. (laughs) You know, as much as some people would like for that to happen, but this COVID ain't it. You know what I mean? All they doing is just. 
making our all, only thing is doing is just making our lives miserable. And we and we as the people allow most of us allow the government to make our lives miserable by not standing up and say, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? If we can't get food to eat, then we need to all band together to go after Congress to say enough is enough. We're tired of this bullshit. And then that and that's that's what needs to happen. Yeah. That's definitely what needs to happen. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And um, but the thing is, we got to keep exposing the shit for what it is. You know. We got to definitely keep exposing this shit for what it is. There, There can't be any slack. So. That's all. That I want to leave y'all with. That's all I can think of saying right now. Um, feel free to share this uh, broadcast to all your social media platforms, and uh, and I'll see y'all in the next video or whenever. All right, peace.